guys welcome to the outside voice studios podcast i'm your host bo spencer today on the show i have one of my close friends he's a writer he's an amazing father uh my brother dave jimenez uh we'll talk a little bit about our friendship and our history uh from orlando uh, we worked at party city together we went to uh miami art basel together i believe that was 2014 2015 also, he's a huge comic book fan, so we'll chat about that. I uh, want to know who his favorite superhero is. going to ask him a little bit what he thinks about these superhero movies that have been coming out. Also, what it's like uh, to write a book, a memoir, a short story, uh, an editorial piece, as opposed to doing screenwriting, writing for uh, writing dialogue for a movie or play. Uh, etc. What what are what are a couple of the differences there, and what he leans towards most? Yeah. Without further ado, my brother Dave. Here we go. What would you you swapped out the um, Michael's the Arts and Crafts store for the department store? Dude, I'm just going to Home Depot for everything, you know. And and I think that it's nice, man. I mean, I switch up. If you switch up your tools, you switch up your process a whole lot, man. And, uh, dude, I don't use expensive brushes. I've even been going to Walmart for brushes, man, just because I go through brushes so fast. It's, uh, it's funny. But, yeah, man, it's, um, it's, it's making, making the Mona Lisa with two pennies worth of tools. So, it's all good, though. Yeah, man. All right, brother. Well, um, I'm going to go ahead and get this podcast started. Welcome, everybody, to the Outside Voice Studios podcast. I'm your host, Bo Spencer. Um, today on the show, very honored, very pleasured to have my brother and close friend, Dave Jimenez. Go ahead and say hello. How's it going, everybody? Man, how you guys doing today? There we go. There we go. Man, glad to have you on the show. Uh, I feel like there's so much to talk about. Oh, man, yeah, for sure, and I'm definitely glad to be here. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, my pleasure. Yeah, dude, you've known me for, what are we What are we talking about, about five, six years now, something like that, but whenever we first met, I was uh, running around with a microphone in my backpack and a mic stand, and we were freestyling and recording that, so it's funny to see it all come full circle, kind of. Yeah, man, <laughs> grinding at Party City, throwing on costumes in our spare time. Dude, I will still let you know that's one of my that's one of my top five favorite jobs, Party City. That was just a blast, man. How can you not enjoy yourself? Like we literally sat in the back, just threw out costumes, and played Halloween all day. Yeah, it was great, man. That was uh, yeah, that was a blast. That was a blast. I don't know. We had like a good little uh, a good little friend group work, and everybody was around the same age. Everybody was just there to make a little cash, man. It was funny though. Yeah, man, that's crazy, though. I mean, apart from me and you, like, everyone else split up. I don't, I don't really see them in, at all anymore. I don't talk to anybody at all, dude. Honestly, I mean, from the old school days, I talk to you and I talk to Carlos. And literally, I've got like a handful of people in my life. I got my mom, my girl, I got Carlos, I got you. I mean, other than that, man, I don't mess with too many. Hey, I mean, that's how it always is. But the people that stay are the ones that, that are always going to, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think, um,. That's family, you know. I mean, you're definitely yeah, family. Yeah. I consider you family all the way. So, of course, of course. Yeah, man. 
well, uh, so let's go ahead and um, tell the people a little bit about what you do. I've um, said that you're a writer, but that's pretty general, so I'll let you tell them a little bit more. Oh, yeah, I mean, I definitely started out telling stories, um, poems, short stories when I was little, but I've been writing my whole life, so I would definitely say that I am a writer, um, more so now, focusing on movies and writing uh, screenplays and scripts. Um, I have a few. I have a few that I'm working on right now, but that's that's more or less what I'm leaning towards right now. I'm trying to get my projects up into the theaters right now, or even bringing the theaters home. But I really want to. I really want to make projects that people are able to sit down for a good two hours and and relax, but still get inspired. You know. Nice man. That um was actually one of the other uh, show notes that I had that I wanted to talk to you about was writing uh, short stories, poetry, editorials, as opposed to doing screenwriting and writing dialogue for movies and stuff like that. It, it, because I feel like one of them relies all on the the details to to show you the story, and then almost I feel like the movie can almost take it to another level because you do have that visual and that aesthetic to it that you can really get your point across and create a new world almost. Yeah, man. It's I mean, it's definitely a disciplined sport. Um, I would say because I mean, when I started off doing uh, editorials and survey reviews just for money on the side, when I was like. I don't know, 16 years old, I would kind of bullshit most of the words that I'm throwing out just just to get the words out there. But when you're writing for film, you have to remember that that's going to be something potentially that other people are going to watch. And like I said, for two hours of their time, they're just going to be uh, staring at a screen. So, I mean, you can't bullshit your way through that or they're going to feel it. You, you definitely wouldn't you wouldn't have them come back to your next show. So yeah. you have to keep all of that in mind when you're when you're focusing on your writing for film as opposed to, um, I mean, I guess I guess you have other voices to consider with movies as opposed to my own work. Everything that I've heard you, you know, spitball and brainstorm and send my way, it's all very deep, you know? I mean, uh, I don't know if you can talk about the projects that you're working on right now, but um, if you can, that would be great. I just, I just know that everything that you work on, you take it to another level. Even with the whole Silver Surfer thing, you mentioned that you wanted to add... Uh, the astrology, you really wanted to get into that aspect of it, you know, and change it up a bit. And I think that that's great. Yeah, man, I, I'll give you as much details as I can. Uh, as I can. Uh, speaking of the Silver Surfer project, I, yeah, I definitely want to go into astrology. Um, it's kind of hard because that's copywritten from, from another company, so I have to be careful on what I do with it. But, I mean, the story of Silver Surfer is he's, he's a guy from a planet who just wants to be free. He wants to go out and venture into the universe. Um and ironically enough, he actually gets stuck on his planet. So um, I want to venture out into astrology and religion and, and, and how people actually feel and, and, and the, the ways that they believe in terms of what's out there beyond you and me and how, that, how grounded a story can come to. So, for example, I have, as you know, my, my story in Nibrium I've been working on for a couple of years. Um, it's an alcoholic superhero, and um, he's attending a bunch of Alcoholic Anonymous courses that are court-ordered so that he can um, deal with the alcoholism that he was drove into after the death of his father and he ends up finding a, a glowing wine bottle that gives him superpowers and i mean obviously anybody would that that finds powers would would love to keep them but they're hurting him to keep his powers and he's in a very tough spot because he needs to use them for the better good but at the same time he's trying to face he's trying to reach sobriety so he has that coin to fill it every time that he has to save a life dude that is so awesome i think that that's so relatable to a lot of people and that you can take that in so many different directions. I uh, I don't know. You've been working on that for a while. You're putting your time in on it. I'm really excited to see that come to fruition, man. That's uh, that's going to be a beautiful piece for sure. 
Yeah, man, it's, it's definitely going it, to, it's going to be something special. And just like you said, it can go so many different ways, which is why it's taken me so long because, I mean, everybody can relate to um, a bottle of alcohol here and there, whether, I mean, whether it varies on how you act when you're, when you're drinking, everyone, everyone knows how it feels to be a little tipsy or a little drunk or act differently than you usually would when you have a bottle in your hand. So who hasn't I mean, felt like they've had superpowers after they've had a couple drinks, exactly, you know, I mean, exactly. that's, that's some pretty awesome stuff right there. I'm excited to see where you go with that. I know that you're a huge comic book fan. I uh, don't know how, if you've seen any of the new movies that have just come out or not. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, I've been a comic fan my whole life. So, I, you know, I always try and watch any movie that has to do with a comic book superhero. If it comes out, I'm going to watch it. I think the most recent one that came out was Spider-Man Homecoming. I, I seen that about two weeks ago. That was a really good movie. He's working on a behind-the-scenes project with them right now for Spider-Man Homecoming 2, if that's what it's going to be called. I'm not What's, sure. Why but, do um, they keep bringing Spider-Man back with just all these different actors? I feel like there's been eight Spider-Man movies in the past 10, 12 years, you know, and it's just, it, they don't change anything except for the character, you know, who the who the actor is. Yeah, it, it's crazy, though. It's always with Spider-Man, too, and I think that's it's because it's Spider-Man. Like, whether or not you've seen a Spider-Man movie or even know what he looks like, you've heard of Spider-Man no matter where you are in the world. And it looks like companies are just uh, eager to cash in on that, and I, I really don't like that. I, I will only go it. see a Spider-Man movie if Donald Glover, a.k.a. Childish Gambino, is Spider-Man. I'm going to go live and say that now, put it on record. Well, man, yeah, um, well, in the movie, he's actually in Homecoming. I don't want to spoil, it's kind of a spoiler for people who haven't seen it, but um, Miles Morales is a Spider-Man from another um, another universe in the comics, and he's his uncle in that movie. So nice. uh, they might do where, where they'll include him, I don't know, trying on a suit here or there. Okay, cool, that's interesting. So how how do you make it in the industry? What is, uh you know, who are you pitching to right now? How are you making money from your writing? I know earlier you said that you did editorial pieces and things like that just for the quick cash. Uh, for a young writer out there, how would you tell them to get started to make some money? Yeah, um, for sure. Well, that's it, it's definitely a tricky thing to do because, yeah, like I said, I started out doing, um, I did, reviews for products i did uh surveys and i did editorials for um for little zines here and there on the web um and that gives you anywhere from i don't know i've earned like a dollar an article to um fifty dollars a a page it just depends on what who you work for and how long you're spending the work on it but um i, I think the most important thing to do is just to write um in terms of making money that's always going to be that's going to be something that comes after you perfected your craft so I wasn't really making money off of my own writing back in the past doing those editorials. Now with my own writing, now that I've perfected my craft, I'm actually starting. I have all these ideas for short stories and books that I want to put out, children's books and uh, and self-help books that um, I think a lot of people would benefit from reading or they, they've been in the same position that I have. And I really think that um, if I can sell that at a cheap rate that anybody would be able to afford and benefit off of, that would be that would be a good way to monetize for myself, but then everybody else would be able to grow as well. Mm, yeah. So, what does your uh, creative process look like, man? What uh, what does it look like? What's it taste like? What's it smell like? Yeah, man. That's that's actually a really interesting question. I'm glad you asked it, asked it the way you did because um, that can look like anything from sitting in bed for two hours with a blanket over my face and my eyes closed to eating on the beach, eating a sandwich on the beach. It really just depends on 
uh, where I am in my creative process. Um, so right now I'm working on a children's movie and I'm just trying to spend as much time with, with my son as I can. Um, he's about to start kindergarten right now. So I'm really looking forward to his first couple of weeks there to see how kids interact and how I can incorporate that into my movie. Man, that's awesome. He's a, he's a boy genius. So don't be surprised when he's making kids levitate and changing clocks. And, <laughs> oh, uh, man, bro, yeah, the surprised. teachers have a handful. That's for sure. Yeah, that's true, man. He misses your work, too. He, he's always looking at your stuff on Instagram. He's like, Bo painted that. He can tell. Ah, that's great, man. It's uh, it's funny. I've got that one picture uh, from Cha-Cha's house where we're out back, and I was painting, and he's, like, sitting on my knee, yeah, and he's man. showing me superheroes, dude. I mean, <laughs> that kid. I, I mean, I remember being there when he was learning to stand up, man, and just being mind-blown, you know? I mean, it's... Yeah, uh, man, remember when he literally had to think about it, and then he would try it? That was crazy. But watching him, watching him think about it, and then how he stood up—I mean, he inched over to a table, you know, scooted up the table, put his hand on the glass top that was behind him, and then pulled himself back, and he could stand up for like two or three seconds, and then just boom, back on his butt. But man, it was—it uh, was awesome to see that. Yeah, man. I mean, that's—that's that's what I'm talking about. Just getting inspiration anywhere you can. Man, he's grown up so much, and uh, dude, you're probably you're the best father I uh, I've ever seen, man. I you know I was there whenever Julian was born, man, and you've just you really manned up, and you've you've been the most amazing, loving father. I mean, that kid has so much fun. He's so happy. He's so intelligent. You know, uh, you talk to him like a man. Yeah, it's uh. I don't know. I'm just really proud of you. Uh, I don't think that there's many, many guys out there that have stepped up the way that you have. And uh, I just want to salute you, man. That's uh, big props, man. Very proud of you. Man, I appreciate that. Yeah, man, I'm just having fun along the way. That's all. I think that's the key to it. Have as much fun as you can because, I mean, we're all kids at heart, or at least the best of us are. Yeah, I was going to ask if you had any tips for uh, upcoming uh, expecting parents or young fathers. Yeah, of course, because, yeah, like I said, we're all kids at heart, so you just got to be the kid that, I mean, that you remember being when you were little with your kids, um, so have as much fun, play the games that you, you remember playing, or, um, I don't know, Julian swears that um, every every hiding spot he finds is original, and and <laughs> it's not, awesome. because I used to hide when I was little, so I like, I like beating him there, and I'll just be waiting there hiding before he goes to hide there, little things <laughs> like that, I mean, just have fun. Dude, that's awesome. That is awesome, man. Uh, so, man, how's Orlando? How's Florida? Oh, man, you know, it's uh, a thousand degrees. It rains between three and six for ten minutes, and then it, it's a thousand degrees again. Yeah, that humidity there, man. I'm out in the desert now, and it gets up to like 105 every day, but it's dry. You know, it's not bad. We got a nice breeze, but... Phew. I remember 98, you know, 80 to 98 in Orlando with the humidity up is crazy. That's uh, that's unbearable. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. You literally feel like you're coming out of the oven. But I can understand. Like, I remember going to Cali, it, it'd be like 98 degrees. But 98 degrees is just what it feels like. It doesn't, I mean, it doesn't overwhelm you. You don't feel like you're weak as soon as you walk outside. You sweat as soon as you step outside out here in Orlando. Yeah, yeah. How when were you uh when were you out here? You were you came out and we were at the Hawthorne house, right? Yeah, man, yeah, you were around Hawthorne by uh by that, that bagel spot. Yeah, 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 very cool. I liked that house, yeah, that man. Was, that was a good little area. Yeah, and I, you moved around a little bit since then, right? I know you're at I know you got a house now, but uh is that has that been your only move? 
Yeah, well, I was in Venice for a little bit. I was in Hollywood for a little bit. I was in Woodland Hills. Man, you know, it's uh, just rolling with the punches, man. You got to you gotta keep your head above water. The crazy thing is I've had work out here the entire time that I've been here, but I haven't always had a home. It was kind of similar to when I moved to Orlando. It was that whole thing of, oh, I've got work, but I'm going to sleep in my car, you know, it's, and you got to do what you've got to do, and I mean, Cali, bro, it's, it's beautiful, I love it, I knew, I, you know, I knew that I wanted to move out here, I, I came back from Los Angeles, back to Orlando, and just was miserable every day, but knew that I was coming back out here, and uh, since I've been here, it's been beautiful, it's been amazing, I've gotten a lot of work done, made a lot of connections, but it's been a struggle, it's been, you know, constant work, and that's something that people, People act like things happen overnight, and they don't, man. I mean, dude, yesterday yesterday I did yard work all morning for somebody else. I did some landscaping, clearing a yard, worked for like three or four hours after working for three or four hours the night before, came home, did housework, shipped out two paintings, and then came home, cooked dinner, and still, still painted at the end of the night, man. It's like... It, it, all these people with nine to five jobs that expect to crank in a paycheck after a 40 hour work week. It's, it's ridiculous. The entitlement of people nowadays, whenever you've got artists and creatives and writers and people like that, and we put in 60 to 70 hours a week, man, and just grinding, you know, I mean, it's, uh, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's awesome. Yeah. I've definitely done a lot of moving. California's opened my eyes to a lot. Florida opened my eyes to a lot when I was there. I've been out in Cali for about two and a half years now, and um, yeah, I got the house. It's nice. It's very, uh, you know, it's uh, it's funny, man. You can spend a lot of money on rent, or you can move a little bit out of town and save a lot of money on rent and raise the quality of your life and living. So that's what I decided to do. And uh, you know, LA is just a shot away, man. I'm just I, I look at it with sniper vision now. I, uh, precise with my shots and very very focused now so it's all good man that's what's up because i mean i literally remember when you were sitting at an apartment i mean there's levels to everything man but you there comes a time are you doing this to show off are you doing this for social media or do you really do this you know and bro I don't know. I got people like you that can vouch, man. This is not a hobby for me. This is all of my clothes covered in paint. My house, you know, I mean, my my condo in Orlando was covered in paint. I had the vault in the back, man. That's what I called my bedroom for the people yeah, that don't man. know, for the listeners out there. I had my I had my queen-size mattress out in the living room and all my paintings in the bedroom. Hundreds of paintings just lying everywhere. Good luck walking around. Man, that used to be the thing. People would come over and hang out, but the first 10 minutes, they wouldn't even talk to me. They'd walk in the house and be like, oh, what's up, Bo? And then, like, someone would take their friend to the back, to the vault, and show them all the paintings. And it, it, <laughs> they'd come back out 10 minutes later and be like, dude, you did all those? We're like, yeah, man, that was last week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that's the thing. How do you, like, yeah, do you literally have storage for that or just still lined up in your house like that? No, uh, now I'm lucky to have the garage, but bro, I also haven't been able to keep True. paintings on hand. I mean, yeah, I see, yeah, man, they're, they're shipping out. I, see. I didn't get to where I am by myself. I put the hard work in, did all that shit, but man, my clients, my collectors, those people that gave me, uh, you know, man, they, they help keep the lights on in a very legitimate sense, you know, and, uh, I'm yeah, bro. extremely thankful for that. Yeah, you just got I mean, literally just have to work 
work hard enough for it until that opportunity presents itself. Yeah, man. Yeah, um, so what are a couple of your studio essentials? Give me three things that you got to have, and you can go ahead and be honest, man. This is the Outside Voice Studios podcast. Let them know. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, I definitely have to have my phone next to me, because uh, whether it's going to be playing a video, music, or I'm writing on it, um, I usually have a blunt rolled up, but I definitely have to have something to take me out of my state of mind, my sober state of mind, so I can step outside of myself. Absolutely. Um, and then and then I usually have um, some candy or something just to keep my sugar running. Uh, I don't. I won't have to go grab a meal necessarily. I'm already. I'm already set. Nice. Those are those are my three things that I I must have. Nice. What and what then, music are you listening to now, or what music do you listen to when you write? Yeah, that's. Um, I, I usually have my phone on shuffle. Um, in, in terms of what music I listen to today. Um, I don't listen to the radio at all. To be honest, I, I find it garbage. All these rappers that are coming out today annoy me. Um, but the music that I do listen to, I mean, anywhere from, uh, I listen to carbon based life forms, uh, Michael Jackson to, um, I don't even want to call it music nowadays, but whatever. That's another conversation. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. We can get into the music conversation. Um, what, what are your goals for this next year or, or for the rest of this year, man? Closing out 2017, what's something that you want to accomplish? I can't get into too many details, but it's kind of a self-help book. And uh, the goal is to sell 400,000 copies for a quarter. Um, so hopefully I can do that before the end of the year. And I definitely want to um, I want to finish filming a project. Um, I'm not exactly sure which one I'm going to be filming. I mean, finish filming because I've, I've already started all of them. Um, but I definitely want to be able to have something that viewers can actually see by the end of the year. Yeah. For sure, man. Yeah, well, man. I'll be launching my website. I'll be launching my website before the end of the year too. So I'll definitely plug all your stuff on there. Also. Oh yeah, man. I I look forward to that because uh, I mean you already know I'm a fan of your work, so I like seeing it any way that I can. Hey, man. Fan of a fan, brother. It's all love. It's all love. Go ahead and tell the people where they can uh what your Instagram is if you're on Facebook where they can see your work. Yeah. Um. um it's kind of hard finding me on Facebook, but uh, if you can, I'm, I'm under Leonardo da Vinci. Um, but on Instagram, you can find me on Am I Right? That's A M I W R I T E. Perfect, perfect, man. Well, brother, thank you so much, man. It's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, I'm glad that we can finally get some audio up and running. And um, this is just the beginning. We're gonna get this outside voice studios popping, man. It's gonna be great. Uh, we got to get you back out to Cali real soon, man. Yeah, man, for sure. I'm really looking forward to coming out there. I'm working on it right now, so. Perfect. Well, I'm going to be in Orlando, uh, the end of next month. I land the 25th, so I land the 25th and then I fly out again the 29th. So in between that time, man, we got to hit the beach. For sure. Yeah, man, it's going to be a movie. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man. I'll bring, uh, I'll bring the mic and the computer. We'll do a follow-up podcast. Word. Yeah, man, we can definitely do that. All right, brother. Well, uh, thanks again for coming on the show. Give the family all my love and uh, keep grinding, brother. Yeah, man. Will do, man. Nice to talk to you, bro. You too, man. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time. Peace. This is just my interpretation of the situation.